Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Talking Business. I'm Stephanie Van Bark, and I am a small business owner. This month, as many of you know, uh, we are celebrating um, uh, Women's Small Business Month. Um, we are honoring women entrepreneurs, and today in particular, mompreneur, uh, which brings on its own special challenges. <laughs> um, but at any rate, we will welcome Altrice Hawkins of Little Miss Turbans. Hi guys, how are you doing today? Hello, thank you for joining us. Of course, of course. I have my my six-year-old just here <laughs> on, on his, his virtual call for class and he is like, what are you doing? Where are he poked me in earlier. Oh, yeah, he was right taking it out earlier. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. I see his microphone, but not in his face. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so welcome and thank you for joining us. And on a side note, I don't know if y'all will notice I'm wearing pink and green today, but that's because you know, I like to call yes. my scars out. Yes. Um, but you have a very interesting um, business. I actually have known you since you started this business, mm -hmm. um, Little Miss Turbans. Tell yeah. us who you are and what you do. Okay, so my name is Altrice Hawkins. I'm actually originally from the Chicagoland area. Um, I wear many hats in this world, um, and I just like feel like breaking the norms a lot of times in the world they say you must do one thing in one track and that is it and you cannot branch out or focus on other things um that is the furthest from the truth with my journey within being an entrepreneur and starting little miss turbans in 2017 i had my daughter her name is ava and i had not the slightest idea how to do natural hair i probably had a relaxer from God knows when, maybe third, fourth grade, all the way through college and in life. And I think she heard her name and I can hear her, <laughs> hear her behind me coming, coming marching the up. Life of a mom for so, more, by the way. Um, but I, wanted, I just wanted to teach her how to like love her hair. And in order to do that, I had to wear my hair natural. And when you're pregnant, also you don't want to relax your hair. That was another big thing. And right. so I had stopped relaxing my hair when I was pregnant with my first child, Jet. Um, in 2014, but then I was always my wigs, my weaves, my wigs, my weaves, um, blowing out my hair if I was going to actually wear it. And that was that. But in 2017, that was the first time that my hair and my curls actually saw the world. Right. Um, right. And I had no idea. Like, not, I, I couldn't put my hair in a ponytail. Like, I literally could not put my hair in a ponytail. And that was more of a wake-up call for me in learning through going through my natural hair journey as what do I do? What products do I use? Mm -hmm. What happens when I have to go to work in corporate America and my hair is a super hot mess? Right. What do I do? And the same thing with my daughter. You don't want to have your child go out the house looking crazy on a regular day basis. If right. I can't figure out what to do with her hair at that particular time, what solution can I have? In order to get out the door, there she is. Walking <laughs> go say hi. You say hi. Hi. It's been so, wild since I've seen you. For her hair, and then my son now is is joining within his Zoom class. Hi. Um, yes. Y'all are much bigger now. I remember when you were little people. Mm -hmm. So she was my inspiration. So Ava was my inspiration. So I started making turbans. Um, I don't want to hear your class. 
this is pivoting in the, in the new north. We will, we will, we might have to unpack that for sure. Um, we're gonna have to so, that. Yeah, I started a little turbans for her. Started making baby turbans. I would take mm -hmm. her around, just like dropping off jet to school, going to the mall, going to the nail shop, and people would be like, "Where'd you get that for her? Can you please make that for my for my daughter? Can you do this?" And I was like, "I just took my sewing machine and I made it." I saw mm -hmm. a picture of a baby wearing a turban online. And the shop that I was trying to purchase from was always sold out. Couldn't get it for maybe like two, three months I was trying. Mm -hmm. And eventually I said, hey, I've known how to sew my whole life. My grandma taught me how to sew. Right. I have the sewing machine in my garage. Don't know if it works. It's been sitting there collecting dust. Let's try it out. And so that was how the first turban actually came about. She was probably about like six months. No, she's okay. still alive. Jet wanted to know if my grandma passed away, but she's still Aww. alive. <laughs> so, that's um, so that's pivoting, pivoting in the new norm. Um, you haven't met her, but we can have that conversation later. But that is how Little Miss Turbans originally started. And after so many people started asking me, and they would ask, how much do you charge? And I was just like... I don't know. I don't know. And after I had so many people ask, then finally I was like, okay, let's start this into something. And it has grown over the years from 2017 to now. Cannot say that it has been a straight path. It's been definitely a bumpy road, as any entrepreneur will know that just entrepreneurship in general is mm. never a straight shoot. From point A to point B, you're going to do a lot of twisty turvy, mm -hmm. a lot of different things to get to where you are. And that is totally fine. Um, but that is how I started with Little Mr. Vince. So you opened in 2017 mm -hmm. and you said each year you've seen growth. Yes. And yes. do you project that you'll see growth in 2020? Yes and no. I would say okay. yes and no. So in 2019, for me, I had a personal, long life, lovely journey and ended up going through a separation. And so during that time, I ended up pausing the store. It okay. was my biggest thing was focus on the kids, make sure that they are acclimated, make sure that they're okay, that they're mentally healthy, physically healthy, everything adjusts to life as a single mom and go like that route. And so that was maybe September of 2019 that I paused mm -hmm. the store. And I did a soft relaunch in February. And okay. I learned in February, so as I, I'll take it a step back. When I first opened, I was making orders, or I was making turbans per order. So okay. people would order on the website. I would cut the material. I would hand the material. I would sew it. And then I would you personally. personally, personally, every single turban. Mm -hmm. And then in 2017, Ashley, I had taken a picture of Ava on the stairs in my house and Alicia Keys ended up reposting the yes, picture. Yes, I remember and that. It went, everything went crazy. So, we lost it when we saw that. Really, and, awesome. and it was such a blessing. It was amazing, and it was great. But then, as a company and entrepreneurship-wise, that is not okay because now I have hundreds of orders, mm -hmm. and I'm having to cut material, sew him the material, sew the material, go to the store, buy more material because the material that I thought I had is no longer there, and so mm -hmm. I had to change up my supply chain. And so I ended up hiring some more employees. I had an employee that ended up cutting all my material. So that ended up being like the second stage of the supply chain. But then when I relaunched this year, everybody was anticipating the relaunch. And even though I had, so there are five steps in my supply chain. So you cut the material, you hem the material, you hand sew the turban, you do the style, and then you have the finished product. 
Right. And so the majority of my inventory in February was yes, Jet. What progress do I need to go to? 30 minutes. And you can actually go back and log into your class for virtual good. class. That's really good. I ready for Broward County people that, that know about I ready. Um, but for the supply chain that I ended up having, there was everything was made. We just had to have the style. And that for me, and that was in February. And, and that was, that's a personalized style. Yes. So okay. Little Miss Turbans has four different styles. So as you can see behind me, there are three different styles in some of the turbans. So the blue and the pink style are called the donut turban. Okay. The motherland turban, which is the bow, and uh -huh. then the green turban, the emerald, which is a double knot. Um, okay. I also have the simple turban, which is not displayed right now, but there are four different styles. The issue that I had with my inventory is what if I put, I pre-made 10 donuts but people wanted to buy 10 double knots. Right, right, right. So right, right. I was leaving it to where I left it all in just the plain turban form. And then when people purchased it, I would go ahead and I would just make the style. It takes about 10 to 12 minutes to make a style for okay. me. Um, and that is where the Catch-22 came in is I still was making all of the turbans. So right. like about 150 turbans a month we're going through my hands and right. I'm a mom of two kids and I'm right. full time and I have this, it's just, I'm, I'm in an active chapter of right. sorority. And so it was a lot. And so having to hire my employees, although it took me 10 minutes to make a style, it took them 30 minutes to take a style. And so when I would have a customer expectation of your turbines are going to ship out within two weeks and it's three weeks, it's a month, it's six weeks. It's a problem. It doesn't it's matter if it's COVID or not. Absolutely. It doesn't matter. You have Absolutely. customer expectations and this is what they're looking for and this is what they want. And you're not meeting those expectations. Absolutely. So at that soft launch, that was what happened. I got flooded with orders, which was a huge blessing. It was great, but I couldn't maintain it. So then I had to pause. And so it's that ebbs and flow mm -hmm. within like an e-commerce business that you want to essentially make it to where it's consistent. You don't want to have peaks and valleys, Absolutely. peaks and valleys, peaks and valleys. And that's how it's been for me over the past three years of being in business is I get a surge of orders, then I have to pause and then I have to fulfill them. And then I get a surge of orders and then I have to pause and then I have to fulfill them because I'm making everything on my own. Um, February, so, go ahead. Now I was going to ask, so are you, when you decide to pause, when you decided to pause, what are some of the strategies and mechanisms you're putting into place to try to rethink both your shipping, your manufacturing? How do I do this better? Is there a mentor you you follow and use as your example to make those kinds of decisions? Yes. Yeah, so essentially, I'm going to give you guys one pause. Listen to me right now. You need to log back into your virtual class. Stop. Mompreneur, I'm telling you, it's real. It's a real thing. <laughs> it's it's really it really is. And it's course, a real thing. Don't be fooled. Uh, and now in the pandemic, when you're in the house, uh, 24 hours, that's a whole nother can of worms. And you know the thing is, of course, my son's computer <clears throat> would have decided that it didn't want to work on Monday, so I had to turn into Best Buy and. I had to, yeah, so I'm getting him a new computer because it turned out that the product is just a whole long, long journey, but he has my MacBook. So right now I'm broadcasting from my phone when I should be broadcasting. <laughs> and so now he's like, oh, 
look at he's in he's in my iMessages and he's on my FaceTime and he can read now. So he's like, oh, I want to call this person. Oh, I want to call this person. I'm like, I'm like, just, no. stop it. Yeah, I'm like, no, we're, we're not calling people right now. We're, we're not we're not calling people on FaceTime like, right now. His room, you got to give him the phone and you take the MacBook. <laughs> exactly. Um, but to your point, your question, so what did I do during those pauses? Mm -hmm. So during those pauses to make everything more efficient, I identified what my gaps were. And for me, the biggest gaps were the ebbs and flows of, of ordering, the mm -hmm. not like not making, hitting the customer expectations for shipping. And right. all of that is because of the infant like the what is it the infantile infancy stage of my supply chain gotcha. so the biggest thing of that was focusing on building out my supply chain so right. i ended up going through um the process of vetting different suppliers but which were when i say suppliers i was looking for seamstresses my biggest thing right. was i wanted to hire um somebody within the south florida community somebody within the our community yes jet michael I'm sorry, okay so go get some water um, it was with somebody within the South Florida community, um, and essentially just like build our economy, um, okay. and keep the money within our community. And so I could have gone like to, at the, at that point, this is pre COVID. I could have gone to China. I could have gone outsourcing it, could have done the drop shipping route, but I really not like, I really wanted for Little Miss Turbans to stay a handmade company and to say a company that was handmade within the USA. Okay. And I really wanted to focus on those that were um, in our community that were impacted by the current economic standpoint. And to do that, I had to go out. And I think I went to um, several different places um, just in the South Florida community to see, to talk to seamstresses, to talk mm -hmm. to tailors, to talk to different people to see, hey, are you able to make this product? How much would you potentially charge and start doing that business? conversation um after vetting suppliers i ended up choosing one supplier um the company is actually high class designs she is um also in south florida in margate area and she has her own seamstress company and so she now she and i have a partnership and she makes all of my turbans from february until now she has probably made about 500 to 600 okay. um, turbans. Okay. And so now that inventory that I have on my website is pre-made. So let me ask this question. Then did you have to trademark your patterns before no. you entered into this? Or you just, it's a handshake agreement. So we have a, oh, you got me water. Thank you, baby. Um, so we have, it, such a I didn't, he's really, he's such a sweetie. Yeah, I do want it, but I'm talking. So I'll, I'll I'll drink it a little bit later. And so for in the fashion industry, the issue is as follows. So I looked into patents. I looked into trademarks. Mm -hmm. um, trademarking would be more so for my name. So Little Miss Turbans, the name, the brand, you can, that would be the trademarking would be of my logo. Um, the actual patent of my patterns is a little bit different. Now for um, fashion companies, Let's say I am making a patent for um, a square, a mm -hmm. piece of, like a square. That's my pattern. If a company decides to say, oh, my in and my inseam is half an inch. If somebody mm -hmm. says my inseam is three fourths an inch, my pattern right. is no longer valid. It's they're not copying my thing. So it could be the exact same turban with a one fourth or a, 
a, a larger or smaller thing, it doesn't matter. And so that was the biggest thing with respect to fashion. And if you think about it, you got how many jean companies are there out there? How many shirt right. companies Absolutely. out there? The yeah. biggest difference is if they're going to be taking my images and my and my um, actual like pictures and content. So those mm -hmm. are things that I'm able to copyright that I've been looking into going through and copywriting. Okay. Um, okay. So from a meaning that that turban right over your shoulder, if someone were to duplicate that, that it would have to be that specific. Um, no, no. If they were to, like anybody can duplicate that turban over my right shoulder, and there's not a protection. That can be done. So it's it's the same thing. If I want to go into jean making business, I can go make jeans and I'm not going to get sued by a company because I'm making more jeans. It's okay. just that's just how it is within the fashion industry. And so it's more so copywriting the content. So your pictures. So whereas there has been times where a different turban company, one on my site, took pictures of Ava, took pictures of me. And they're like, oh, this is our turban. We're selling these turbans. And people were trying to buy their turbans, but they didn't have it because I go to mom and pop shops to buy my material in South Florida because I'm supporting more small businesses and they had my pictures on their site and they were selling my turbans on their site and that is where you have the copyright infringement that comes into play. And did were you did you have an attorney send a cease and desist order? Or? So as soon as I contacted the person and I let them know that that was what my intentions were, that was when they're like, oh, she needs okay. business. We're just going to take it down. So I never ended up having to get it to go that far um and you have a lot of competitors so there are so the the market actually um has uh, and i wish i had my computer and i could actually have a, my a lovely competitor analysis um so there are several like i would say large competitors that are in the, the market sector okay. um that i have oh you were cleaning your cup okay oh it smelled dirty Okay. He's gonna clean when he gets older. This is good. He does. He he is very good with that. He's very caring. He's very like he's mommy, I'm not gonna go to bed till I help put up all my toys. And so he's yeah, he's really good with that. Um but so I would say my biggest competitors that I have in the market right now, there's a company called topknots.co. Um, there's a company called Sweet Peas. Um, they're all competitors. Um, there's also a Yugo Natural, which I recently determined. She doesn't make the same type of turbans that I make. Um, and the difference between those top three competitors that I would list is the other two are actually don't have African-American founders. And so mm -hmm. those are the in, initially in 2017 it was the only turban companies that were out in the market really mm -hmm. was those the top two those other two companies and in my head i was like okay so i'm gonna focus on my target market being the african-american community like this is that's like as an african-american and if i look at a turban company that's founded by a, well, somebody or a turban that's um founded by somebody or myself i would say okay we're gonna go here because when i look at their media and i looked at their um their social media I didn't see real. It was rare, few and far in between that I saw people of color represented on their site. And okay. so I was like, okay, that's really easy. I have this little six month old girl that I have here mm -hmm. that I can Absolutely. take pictures of all day, every day. And right. this is perfect. And so that is how I um, really made a big entry into the market was because I was the only black owned turban company that was out there back in 2017. Now mm -hmm. I have a list of probably like 13 or 14 companies that are out there that are in the market. But the biggest thing 
that I like to tell people who are like aspiring entrepreneurs, you have to look at it this way. How many makeup companies are there out there? Can you name all of them? How many, how many different um, types of bread are there in the grocery aisle? How many types of liquor is there in the liquor store? Right. There's always a market sector or that you can, you can join that market. I mean, there are obviously some markets have higher entry barriers than others, but there's always an opportunity. And as right. long as you find the correct target audience and the correct target segment, you're fine. It doesn't fine. matter with other factors. It keeps you maintained. It doesn't matter. Like as long as you have something that differentiates you from your competitors, that's all that matters. There's nothing else that really matters. So that's that's what I like to tell other aspiring entrepreneurs who are not sure about entering in a business. Well, it's interesting because, um, you know, as you know, and I'm sure you've done way more research than I have, uh, the, the natural hair care industry exploded. I mean, it, it was, it's been amazing to me to watch mm -hmm. how it's evolved. Mm -hmm. yeah. There has been opportunity and potential for entrepreneurs like you to get into that space. Yep. And, and I, I think I find it very interesting mm -hmm. that even others are now recognizing the value of being in that space as mm -hmm. well. Mm -hmm. So as you think through that, what are some of the strategies you are thinking to implement to make sure you're able to sustain and even elevate um, and become a larger brand? Because even though my first day at school, we're skipping numbers too. I'm confused what you're asking me. When I, when I was in the summer market class, we were skipping pages two by 10 and all that stuff. Okay, just pay attention to the class. I don't know what <laughs> I was oh, like, you, you don't know what you were oh. saying. You don't okay. know what you were saying. <laughs> you were like, just click, clip it to your face. <laughs> I was like, you know what I mean? Mom's got to have all the answers. Yeah, so, and that was the thing, though, as, as far as for all of the viewers, I had to sit last night and today really long and hard. I said, do I want to lock myself in my room? Because I have a desk in my room. I have a desk down here, and I have a desk in my room. And I have a monitor upstairs and I have a monitor down here. And I was like, do I want to lock myself in my room where it's going to be guaranteed quiet, take a chance of them running rampant downstairs and, and then have like quiet uninterruptions. And I said, or do I want to be downstairs make sure I can hear where Ava is. I can see her on the baby monitor and he's right here being watched in school. And I said, wait, the title is pivoting in the right. new I said, I need to let the viewers know and see what the new norm actually is. Exactly. So I'm going to sit with my, my lovely chaotic life and the normal chaotic, and we're going to go ahead and go through. You are able to do a lot of terms. Yes, yes. I have perfected being interrupted and being able to hold a train of thought when I go to another <laughs> item. <clears throat> Which so, is, I mean, you tap on something anyway, because I think the pandemic has really kind of highlighted this but mompreneurs have had to juggle a lot of stuff so have you pivoted personally i guess i mean other than having to make your workspace at home meaning have you structured your schedule in a way that really supports this new norm and your operations in a way that supports this new norm absolutely so everybody that knows me personally already knows that i'm 
the OCD of OCD people <laughs> that there probably are out there. And the way, the only way that everything can be fluid is consistency. And that is the biggest key. And consistency within reason. And wow. so for our family, the thing that works the best is in the morning, virtual school starts at eight o'clock. We are up at 6.30 in the morning. We're doing our morning routine. Mm -hmm. I've learned that unfortunately, fortunately, doing your morning routine with your children actually is more expeditious as opposed to trying to force them to brush their teeth and force them to mm -hmm. wash their face and mm -hmm. all that great jazz. It's like, hey, look, mommy's washing her face. Let's go let's see can, but, like, wash their face first. And who's the best face washer? And <laughs> do those kind of things. And then it's like, <laughs> no, it works. It really works. It's, it's hey, I think you can any method you can. I'm not kidding. I, I agree with you. And I do the mark. I do marching songs. Like we're marching to the bathroom in the morning. Like march, march, march. We're marching to the bathroom. Like they are very interactive. They're very like hands on. And so I have to do those things. That if I'm just like, come on, guys, let's go in the bathroom. Will not happen. Um, I've also learned that waking up in the morning and blasting their favorite music in the morning, as much as I might hate it, will wake them up and they will get up. They love the, what do you want to call it? Old Town Road and mop and they will wake up out of their bed and they will march to the bathrooms. We go on a run every morning. Um, I've gotten a little bit off in the rain, has been like really rainy and right. icky lately, but we'll normally go outside for a walk, walk run from 6.45 to 7.15 so that my six-year-old can get all as much energy as he can before he has right. to sit. Because first readers are not meant to sit in front of a computer all day at all. <laughs> Probably not even second or third graders. And then also for her to be able to be a little bit more calm. So we go on our run, come inside, eat our breakfast. And then by eight o'clock, he's sitting at his computer and he's ready to okay. go. I have my setup on my computer and I'm ready to go. And then I go for Ava and she actually, I have, she starts off with, so they both have different schedules the way that I have it marking. So in the morning she gets to watch Number Blocks, which is only like an educational show. Um, and this is also when I'm only at home. I also have an absolutely amazing babysitter that comes and helps me three days a week okay. because I cannot do it by myself. And that was one thing that COVID taught me was use your resources, use your support system. Don't try to do everything by yourself because it's impossible. You're going to back check yourself. Something that I could get done by myself in an hour takes four to five hours being a mom and right. being able to making sure that the the computer is turned on and that they're logged in and that everything right. is fine and making sure that everybody has their pants on. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that was this morning. Hey, where are your pants? Right before the show. <laughs> where are your pants? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So we have that nice structure. He starts getting his work done. Then I'm sitting with Ava. I'm working with her. She's getting her learning activities done. I have both of them in Kumon. So they're doing Kumon. And then she has her free time break. So okay. really from 8 a.m. until 3 p.m. is all educational. Okay. Uh, whether it's a workbook, whether it's reading, whether it's um, an educational show, it's only education for the two of them. I normally have Ava in a little desk that I sit like right mm -hmm. here because rule is in the house that if mommy's downstairs everybody has to be downstairs if mommy's okay. upstairs everybody has to be upstairs said, um, mm -hmm. um, go into um seesaw okay go into seesaw i don't know how to i knew it i don't know how to go into seesaw go ahead when you um when she's done um go to clever and read and it should have a seesaw if not 
I'll give you Kumon, and then we'll do the seesaw. We'll, I'll talk to the teacher, and we'll catch up later. Catch up So we'll catch up on the seesaw, like, after school's over. Well, I thought you said catch up to do. Oh, yeah, no. So it's, it's all about working within that structure mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. being able to be fluid. That is the word, fluidity. And so mm -hmm. even though I might have blocks of time where from this time to this time, we're supposed to be doing Kumon, from this time to this time, we're supposed to be doing reading, from this time to this time, that's okay if it doesn't happen. And being able to identify right. that it's not the end of the world if it doesn't happen, that is the biggest thing that I had to learn because right. I'm very, first we're doing this and I, the schedule says Kumon, so we're doing Kumon. Mm -hmm. And this is the only time that we need to do Kumon and we have to right. do Kumon. Right. Whereas now I say, hey, you know what? We have four hours of learning time. Do you want to read? Do you want to do your Kumon? Do you want to do your, your your tablet game that has the letters and you're matching the puzzle or do you want to do an activity? And mm -hmm. so, so as long as it's about education, it yeah, doesn't matter at all. Exactly. And that was something that I had to really pivot and get a better understanding of is instead of like forcing something down um, for kids, it's like giving them options, which makes them think that they're in control, but right. it's options that I want them to do. Right. And so it could be a situation where I'm like, hey, you can do your Kumon or you can do your, your Kumon a packet or we can work on your handwriting. I don't want to do either. Okay, well, then it's nap time. No. So those are your options. It's nap time, it's Kumon, or you do it. It's Kumon, it is. Kumon, it is. So which one do you right. want to do? And so at that point, then that's what they're like, okay, well, I'm going to do this. And right. I'm also this this lovely timer. I have a timer and I I I have everything on time. So I'll say, hey, we have 30 minutes and this is what we're doing. When the timer goes off, you can stop and then now you have your break. And then okay. they have a 15 minute break because so they're structured still. But yeah. everything is extremely structured on what they do, even with their playtime. I have um, boxes of bins of activities. So when they have their activity time, they can choose to paint, they can do Play-Doh, they can do puzzles, they can do chalk. So during that time, I give them that option. And so it gives them more freedom, but it's also within what I want them to do. So it's more controlled. And that's- but does that free you up to do what you need to do in terms of Exactly. work as well mm -hmm. exactly because i wouldn't be able to like if they're because a lot of the times the biggest problem in this time with parenting and covid is like kids are just running around wild with nothing to do and, and so they, want you, they want your attention exactly and they want, they your, want attention, your attention and they want your attention all the time and and the thing and that's totally fine because that's like now you're there i mean like they're confused we're confused like not only mm -hmm. do we have to mm -hmm. adjust they have to adjust it's as well too. and mm -hmm. so it's a it's that 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 fluid model that you really have to understand. And so for me, I'm like, hey, if you're sitting, I have a meeting right here and I'm on my meeting and I'm talking and I'm having a conversation. Okay, I you have puzzles. So you're doing a puzzle, you're doing a puzzle. Hey, flashcards, hey, Jet, why don't you teach your sister all of her numbers? Hey, why don't you play teacher? So like just different things like that, but then I make it so that they're in my space. Mm -hmm. I, for my children, I have, I have to. I have to see them at all. What's happening? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. have to. And I can say like the funniest of stories, the first day, first day of COVID, um, I remember I came back home from work. It was like March 13th. I think that was a Friday. That first Monday, I was in a meeting. I was a 9 a.m. meeting and the kids had said, just said, oh, I want to get water. Mommy. At that time, I had kept the water bottles. Yes, Jen, Michael. 11, 15, or when, when we're going to do our reading. Okay. For my okay, thank you for letting me know. Okay. Um, 
we had um, 915 meeting. It was my meeting. I was briefing my team. I was letting them know what they needed to do for the week, et cetera, so forth. And this is for my day job. And right. Jet was like, I need some water. I kept the water bottles in the garage. And I said, okay, go ahead and grab a water bottle. Eight minutes later, eight minutes later, I'm like, where are they? What's going on? I don't hear something. You can't hear something, big problems. I go, go. Yeah. I go and my garage is where I keep my like outdoor pantry of things because I'm a Costco shopper. They had poured out two liters of Coke, a liter of V8, like the big V8 thing. Um, they had then sprinkled OxyClean because my garage is empty. Like you can park two cars in the garage and sprinkled OxyClean all over the garage had taken the floaties out of the floaty banks. I have everything in containers out of the pool stuff. And they were playing slip and slide across the garage. Oh my Lord, they figured out how to do that? Eight minutes. Eight minutes. Yeah, now, now that's true. Eight Children minutes. can be dangerous in eight minutes. Now you just way too much time. Eight but it's the fact that they figured out they can mix up enough stuff to do a slippy slide. That's yes. that's yes. yes, and that is my, it's essentially insane. So that was when I learned. I said, oh, so we're going to have to be extremely rigid. Everybody is. And this is how it is. So like Jet has his water bottle. I don't know where the water bottle cap is, but they cannot have water unless it's in their water bottle. We've right. had too many spills with open cups and they have their own water bottles. If you want to drink, find it. If you don't know where your water bottle is, sorry, we need to work on being responsible. Right. Like, and same thing with the slip inside. I looked in the garage. I saw it. I said, hey, here's a bucket. I said, here are paper towels and towels. I said, clean, clean it, up. it up. And I went back in the house and they cleaned it up. And that's right. the thing. Like I cannot get as a parent. I cannot get upset because they were, it was eight minutes. It, I can't, why am I going to get upset? Because they, it was eight minutes. I mean, of course I thought, yeah, he's six, he's almost seven. He's going to go grab it and come back. No, why, why, nope. why am I going to get upset? You can't get upset if it just, there's just, there's just certain things. And like, that is the biggest thing. Stay even, just understand that things will happen. And, that and, is the well, and they're kids. They're, mm -hmm. they're going to do stuff. They need the <laughs> guideline and the structure. And um, so he won't do that no more if he has clean. No, that's why, that's why I'm always, they're right here. They're right here. Yep. They might interrupt me every couple now and then, but I know exactly what they're doing. doing where they're going. I know where they're going. I know what they're getting into. It's, it's very structured. You know what they're like? He said, okay, mommy, I, I can't figure out how to get on seesaw. I said, okay, well, let's work on your math and then we'll just do seesaw later and we'll go about our lives. But that's what really allows me to do that. And then also I would say a good tip for parents, um, especially working parents, and, I don't, and it's not really easy for everybody. It's not possible for everybody. But when your child says, mommy, I want to play or mommy, I want to watch a movie or something like that, that is the kid's way of communicating that they want to speak to you or they want your time. Mm -hmm. When you ignore that, when they become adults, they become adults that are unable to communicate their wants and express their needs. Mm -hmm. Because if I'm upset with, upset with you or I want to talk to you and I'm so used to my parents brushing me off and brushing me off, I'm just going to assume that the world is going to brush me off. So I'm mm -hmm. never going to express my wants and my needs to other people in the community or in the workplace. And so mm -hmm. that is one thing that I've learned is even though I might be doing something and I might be 100% all in, if I'm not in a meeting, then I'm like, okay, you, wanna, you guys want to play? Let's go play. And I just stop. Mm -hmm. And I say, wow. because at the end of the day, work is always going to be there. Right. Absolutely. absolutely. Always going to be there. And you have to give yourself permission to say, it's time to stop. 
it, and, and that was big. That was that's huge, a big, huge for me. And that's a big problem. That's mm -hmm. a huge thing. And giving yourself permission is big. So my schedule will typically start like at 6.30 in the morning when I get them up. And then normally I'll go to bed around 2.30, 3.30 in the oh, morning. Wow. Um, I've actually learned through COVID and I that sleep is required and I can't burn it all cylinder. And so I give myself a hard stop. Normally it's at 12.30. If it's a really, really important high critical thing, my hard stop is 1.30. Right. Um, but I've given myself that hard stop, making sure that that is where it is. And I just give designated days. So days, I, there's Mondays are the days that I'm shipping out orders. Every Monday, all orders are getting shipped out. Right. Thursday, Friday, no, my turnaround time is seven to 10 days. If you place an order within that time, it's going to go out the next Monday. As right. opposed to me doing one hour here, one hour here, one hour here, one hour here. It just, it's not possible. Right. Uh, I know that like Tuesdays and Thursdays are days that I'm working on my business. So I'm working in okay. marketing. I'm working on um, cuts, like, cuts, like not cuts, customer emails is in. So there's a difference between in your business and on your business. So I'm working right. on marketing plans and I'm working on operations. I'm working on supply chain, different parts right. of the business um, that I have. And then of course I am also a full-time student and working on my MBA. Right. I was going to say that. I was like, Oh my God, I saw that in your bio. Yes. Your so master's degree in December. I was counting down for you. I'm so happy. <laughs> I am so excited. It's just scheduling your time. That's the biggest thing. Mm -hmm. Scheduling your time. I know that between because their bedtime is 8.30 every night. At 8.30, they are in that bed sleeping. Mm -hmm. The Like last night, they didn't take a nap. And normally, they're supposed to take their nap. So I said, okay, two-hour nap. You guys didn't take your two-hour nap. They were in that bed at 6.30 p.m. Sun was still out. And they were asleep by 6.42. Okay, because they slept the whole, mm -hmm. the whole night. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing. Keeping them on that schedule helps you be more productive. It's, it takes a while. Right. So it, it, it was still night until <laughs> April was screaming. Oh, yeah. It woke up in the middle of the night. Yeah. And I woke and she woke me up. Okay. But then you guys went right back to sleep. Because she didn't push me around. It's because she was screaming. Okay. <laughs> yeah. He wants mommy he's, he's in virtual school. He's in and virtual he wants, school. But he wants mommy attention now. And he has headphones on. <laughs> like he has headphones on where he can hear his teacher. And he's still listening to the conversation. Don't think, don't think for a second he don't know what's going on. <laughs> he knows, hundred percent. So, so okay. So let me go back to the question I asked for, and I didn't even let you answer it. The industry itself, you know, how are you? What's your strategy on figuring out how to position yourself mm -hmm. so that you are one of those recognizable brands and enhanced hair industry that's projected to be at 53.6% by 2025. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. And I want to take, I actually might take it because it might take my computer. I actually, so I have, I've done a lot of like industry research and I've done a lot mm -hmm. of industry um yeah, just a ton of market research just overall and in general. And the biggest thing right now with respect to positioning your company um, in the market to be successful long term is to be able to be, and I, I keep using the word fluid, but mm -hmm. just be able to be like to change with the times. Right. And so if your customer wants a purple apple, 
then you better be making purple apples. If your customer wants a blue butterfly, then you better be making a blue butterfly. If your customer, like for me, in my instance, if my customer wants a one week turnaround, then it needs to be a one week turnaround. It cannot be a four weeks because that was in my shipping policy. My shipping policy is was three to four weeks. Well, it's seven to 21 business days um, for regular, but if high order volumes came in, it was 21 plus and it was in the policies. Everybody can read it. You have to check the little checkbox of agreement before you purchase your order that says, Hey, it's going to take this long, but still the customers were not okay with that. And so that is the biggest thing. So be able, being able to position yourself in the market today in the, because the industry is extremely competitive is to make sure you're listening to your customers and giving the customers what it is that they want. And that is the biggest thing. Um, also with respect to marketing, um, I, I've noticed a lot of trends in marketing where now content is more video, whereas before COVID it was just static images and then you have your blurbs and it's static images and it's blurs. Whereas now the more the content that you see that's out there, it's videos. And so I'm like, as much as I know how my time is set up, I'm like, you got to figure out how to do that to videos. And so for Little Miss Turbis as a brand, I'm actually in a a month of pause from the from for this month yes jack so i started all the way all the way from 10 and i finished okay keep going and, and i finished um 62 okay since I'm on okay keep going good job i'm proud of you <laughs> um and so to stay with in that market you really have to be able to change and be able to like be okay with changing and growth. And as an entrepreneur, I would say, don't ever think that you can do it all. When you really think that you can be your marketing manager and your brand manager and your shipping department and Mm -hmm. your supply chain, that's where things tend to fail because it's too much. So being able to leverage resources is the hugest thing. And that is what I'm currently working on is I finally have my, my supply chain. I have my, um, I have people that come in to help me with shipping. I have recently hired, um, a web developer. So they're doing, so this whole month, little Miss Turbans has been quiet. And so I am having a web developer redo my, my website. Um, I've gotten a new logo. I've, I've talked to a company and I've had them a new logo. And the biggest thing is for little Miss Turbans is when you think of it this way, you hear the name Little Miss Turbans. You think of a child. Right. And that's absolutely. how it started. And that's absolutely. how it started. But mm-hmm. now we have ranges from newborns all the way through adults. And not only my initial target market was babies or mothers that have children. And then right. the target grew to mommy and me. So now we're doing mo- matching and me, mommy and me. Right. And then now I'm expanding into the market where I'm working on people that don't have children. And so okay. the name okay. Little Miss Turbans is very misconceived very, right. and it's, con- it's, it's confusing for people. And so I've started in my rebranding process using the acronym LMT because okay. LMT can stand for anything. People who know Little Miss Turbans previously can say, oh yeah, Little Miss Turbans. People who don't know Little Miss Turbans is like, okay, that's fine, I'm learning. Mm-hmm. And then I also, and from LMT, I've turned it to really, or LMT to LM Turbans. Because okay. LM can be anything. And then turbans, exactly. So I've been starting with LM turbans, LM turbans. So I'm doing it like softening quietly in the beginning. Mm-hmm. 
And then I'll end up doing like a, a, a launch when the website launches, then mm-hmm. it'll be a full campaign. That's like, it's Ellen Turbans. Ellen Turbans, even to where I'm going to change the website as Ellen Turbans, because it's also, when you think of it, it's hard typing in little miss Turbans. And then people will say, is it Lil, like L-I-L? Right, exactly. Or, exactly. and then they'll say, is it Miss M-I-S-S? Is it M-S? Yes. And so those are a lot of the questions that I get from my customers. And I'm saying, hey, people are confused. People don't really know. Mm-hmm. But if they can just type Ellen Turbans, right. that makes their life 30 times easier. And right. so right. that was the biggest thing that I've done to like change is I'm just going through it. I'm rebranding. I'm hiring extra resources because at the end of the day, nobody can do it all. Nobody right. can do it all. Nobody can do it alone. And so that's the biggest. What's your major marketing um, strategy now? Like. So my major marketing strategy as I'm like working through all over and like rebranding is you're not pushing product, Mm -hmm. you're pushing customer engagement. And so you can have a picture of somebody um, in a turban and you're talking about something completely different. You're not Mm -hmm. talking like buy my turbans, sell my turbans. This is my turbans. You need to buy. You need to buy. Right. You need to buy. Right. 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 And for me, if I go into a Macy's or I go into a mall and they're like, buy this perfume, buy this. Hey, you want to buy this? Oh, would you like to buy this now? Would you like? And I'm like, I'm the person that's like, get out of my face. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do this. Or even like car salesmen, like if there's like any, I like to think my purchase is through. So right. if somebody's hammering down your throat every right. day to buy their product they're not going to purchase your product. Absolutely. And from, and I wouldn't necessarily call it a marketing strategy per se. No, no, go out this way. So everything's going to fall. Go this way. Thank you. Um, I wouldn't necessarily call it a marketing strategy per se, but one thing that really hit home to me was just the racial and social injustice that's going on right now in our, in our country. Mm-hmm. And so if you actually go to my website, I changed all of the collections that I had to uh-huh. be named after a city that a African-American unjustly lost their lives. So mm-hmm. you'll have the Ferguson collection or you'll have the Minneapolis collection or you'll have uh-huh. the Cleveland connect, um, um, collection or the Fort Worth for Sandra Bland. And so I have all these different collections that are catered to social injustices and to raise awareness for social injustice. Mm -hmm. And I really want to use my platform at Little Miss Turbans to really talk to people about social and racial injustice because it is so prominent within America. And it's, it's not something that all of a sudden pop it's always been there but right. now social media is able to capture those items and right. it's not just to like talk about social and racial injustice it's to come up and find solutions because at the end of the day you can talk all day but if you talk and you talk and you're not doing anything what is the purpose I, I agree of with that. having talked like what I action are you mm-hmm. able to do um the next step that i have within the website is to really find a um, a donation center for all of the families. So okay. the Fort Worth, the Fort Worth collection obviously is for Sandra Bland. So I right. need to get, I would like to get in contact with her family, be able to say, Hey, what okay. is it something that you guys are really passionate about? What are you guys trying or if anything to do to like foster change in the community? Do right. you guys need something necessarily financially to help like help out? 
And if that that's the case, then like a certain percentage of the turban sales from the Sandra Bland's, like the Fort Worth collection yeah. would go towards her family or go towards her family's choice of donation. So cause market. Yeah, that's very, very nice. And I wouldn't necessarily, I wouldn't say that it's like a marketing plan because I've recently like talked to a marketing manager um, and I'm going to be like hiring a marketing manager. And okay. so I'm just more so explaining to her, these are the things that are important to me. Uh -huh. This is what I want to keynote and I want to highlight. And you can do the marketing strategy based off of that. Um, right. Because, and then I can focus on other parts in the business. So I can't say that I have a formalized marketing strategy right. at this but, point, but I do know what I want to keep it in. Like I want mm -hmm. to be able to, for people to know that it's Ellen Turbans as opposed to Little Miss Turbans. I know that right. I want people to know that for me, I'm very passionate about social injustice and racial injustice. Like I, you see my two little kids, like, running around me all day. Like previously, I can be honest and I can say, I was like, it doesn't have anything to do with me. I'm just gonna have to keep, I'm just gonna keep my head down and I'm working. I, I can't do anything. That was my, yeah. and I think a lot of yeah. people in America think, what am I, what can I do? Mm -hmm. I can't do anything. Of course you can vote. Of course you can go in and try to have legislative changes because that's really the only way in my personal opinion that things, and I won't go too much in politics and, right. and all of that. But once I had children, and things happen like Trayvon Martin and, mm -hmm. and all of these different things. I'm like, I have a little black boy that has dreads and he's six years he old. He comes older and goes out on his own. Mm -hmm. Right. And so that is really what made me think about those kind of things and really put me in, into perspective and made me just sit down and just really say like, hey, something needs to be done. There needs to be change. I don't know what that change is just yet but I'm working on trying to figure that out. And I know that my Little Miss Turbans has 18,000 followers. That's right. a platform for people to hear and understand and be like, hey, we need to make a change. And right. so just using what you have to make a difference is the biggest thing. Right, exactly. So, um, okay, no, I got some other questions I know, but I don't want to keep your time too long. Are you going to continue with turbans or will you open up your uh, products to include other types of accessories and mm -hmm. is there sort of a plan down the road yes. or what's your growth plan? Let me put yes. It so I have a growth plan. I do plan on having um, other accessories come out further down the road. Um, I actually, in my MBA program, I actually have met with several of my professors within entrepreneurship and sales and um, mm -hmm. gone through my business plan and talked with them. And the biggest take home that I learned is first focus on your bread and butter right focus on and your bread and butter right now are turbans and before you expand into other accessories make sure your bread and butter is consistent and so when they looked at my my sales growth and how it goes woo, woo, that's when they said hey you need to have it to be to be like this mm -hmm. so once you're able to have your turban sales to where it's it's even steven then at that point, then I can start expanding awesome. out. I had in my, initially in my February business plan, I had in plan to have in Q2 to release a different accessory and then Q4 to release a different accessory. So I have the, um, like the r and I've had the prototypes. I actually have like them actually made and ready to go that I just can put to market and just inventory that's sitting there. But then it did make sense when my professors were explaining to me and talking to me that you need to make sure that your bread and butter, your flagship item. Yes, Jet. Right. Keep going, bud. Good job. 
And so that's like the biggest, you know, the biggest thing is to focus on having that steady state of income with Little Miss Turbans and work with turbans and then to branch out. And then you also want to think about like cannibalism from like a business standpoint. So if you have product A and product B, usually the new product that you get on is going to cannibalize some of the sales that you have from product A. And so please wait until I'm finished for this right now. Yes. 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 Um, it's going to product some of the, it's going to cannibalize some of the things, the sales from A. So I want to focus on making sure that A is good and then introduce it so that there's not going to be that cannibalization. Um, so I do have products that are going to be coming out. I have them slated um, really in, in 2021, probably Q2, okay. Q4 of 2021. And then I'm making sure that I have everything essentially just be steady in the interim up until then. So I will say this, I liked about when I looked at your website, um, there are photos of you and your daughter wearing the turban, mm -hmm. but in different aspects of your life. Yes. So, I, you know, I, I, I don't wear a turban because I got a lot of hair. Uh -huh. <laughs> but I thought it was really cool when you're looking at, okay, this is something I could wear mm -hmm. if I work out. This mm -hmm. is something there mm -hmm. professionally so yes. I, it was a really nice way to demonstrate that mm -hmm. you know turbans are flexible exactly. you can different colors mm -hmm. and they can transfer from what do they yes. call it from the from the streets to the boardroom to yes. the club exactly, <laughs> exactly. exactly. there's no picture of her in the club with the baby i promise no, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. yes you can do it is her point mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I thought that was a really good marketing strategy. Yes. So were you able to benefit from any of the opportunities that came as a result of COVID? Yeah. Um, okay. I actually did. Oh God, I'm trying to think. Is it the SBL? It's SBDL. SBDL. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I never get the initials right. Yeah. SBLS or <laughs> that. I, I did apply for that and pull on that small business loan it's uh -huh. like a super small interest rate it depends on how many employees you have um at the time i had six employees yeah so okay. six employees and so i did um go and apply for that i was granted that um okay. and that was a huge help the biggest thing that for me um once i have my inventory my product sells like the, i don't have any issues with the the product i mean for me all I have to do is put Ava in a turban and everybody's like, oh, <laughs> and that's it. And I'm like, okay, great. <laughs> like, okay, well, let's go take some more pictures. And she, she knows and, and she, and I'll probably make her come on before we end up um, going off of the, from the live. <laughs> but that was one of the, the things that I really, that I was able to get in, get a hold of. And your partnership, is that a contractual partnership? Did you decide it was good for you to go that route versus yes. the handshake route? Yes, it's a contractual partnership. And then here she comes now. Let's good, see. good. Yes, bring her out. Bring the model out so we can yes. see who's marketing guru. Turn that down so loud. The real marketing guru. <laughs> Because yes. I'm, I'm not kidding. I've seen that work. And mm -hmm. we lost our minds when Alicia Keys uh, yes. said hello to her. It was She was right, though. She was yeah. beautiful. It was a beautiful, beautiful thing. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, so sweetie. Say, hi. Say hi. How are you? Say hi. The last time I saw her, she was a little bitty girl. So she's mm -hmm. grown. How old are you now? How old are you, Eva? Three? Oh, you're a big girl. We can put you to work. 
Yeah. <laughs> you already yeah. are. You What's your, your favorite color? color? And I'll give you guys a quick demonstration. So this is one of the turbans I have. This is one, one of Ava's turbans. And she has her hair in a ponytail. We both do. Let's see um, if I, and I'll just show you really quick how, so all the turbans are already pre-made so you don't have to tie them. And all you're doing is slipping them on over your head. So okay. we have her hair. And can you move your hand? <laughs> She's like, you just take it and you just slip it on over. Very cute. Can I fix it? Yeah. Can I put, I want to put some of your hair down. Uh-oh, that just covered your whole face. But let me see. Put a little hair. That is so cute. Oh, yeah, she, she, she's looking at the iPad that's on the floor and she doesn't want me to play with her. And she's like, she came in. She's, she's more focused on others. Can you look and say hi? Hmm? Can you just look? She said, mm -hmm. that yeah. looks really cute. So she can that, that you know, As a mom who's busy and got a lot to do, that's a perfect yep. item for keeping your young lady hair looking good. But mm -hmm. I'm trying to figure out. Quickly. That's so cute. Yeah. So, okay. Go ahead, mama. You think it's cute? Yeah, she's she's watching. She doesn't care about she doesn't care about what we're doing right now. <laughs> Not remotely. Not at all. Not at all. Okay, go back down. Go back. Go back. Thank you so much for first of all the demonstration, and I of think it's a fabulous idea. Um, it, and it's great to hear that it's taken off so quickly. Yeah. Um, and you know, I, I will say you have definitely picked the. Perfect industry. See, that looks good right there. And you know what? Okay, I was I was thinking, like throwing out ideas here. I love that. Like I said, I love the turban, but I have a lot of hair. But I would love to have something that maybe I could put around. Yeah, around there. So let me know when that's done. I mean, yes, that is definitely in the works. Because that, that, because you know, you, you're right. I mean, those are always that you know, when yeah. you're a busy woman and you can't really do anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you can't. Really, yeah to make it look good. So, mm -hmm. well, thank you so very much for joining yeah, us this of morning, taking time out to hang out with us. Mm -hmm. um, yes. we we'll get to see each other soon. Mm -hmm. <laughs> definitely, definitely. <laughs> um, before we go, please tell us how we can get in touch with you. Okay, so I am on Instagram and I am also on Facebook. We have Pinterest and then um, our overall email is going to be hello, H-E-L-L-O, at littlemissturbans.com. Our website is littlemissturbans.com, which has all of our different information that's on there, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, all of that. Um, Instagram handle is at littlemissturbans. It will eventually be at lmturbans, so it will be one of the two for you guys to be able to look out within the next month, but Little Miss Turbans. And when, when you get it all figured out, Please yes. keep us surprised and let us yes. know. We'll definitely share it with everyone. Through talk. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much. Yes. And we will talk really soon. Yes, <laughs> definitely. Definitely. Have a good one. Thank you. You too. Bye.
Bye. Um, so thank you everyone for tuning in today. Um, as you all know, I am obsessed with the manufacturing market. So it was wonderful to hear that. I don't have the guts to do it, but I think it's very impressive for those who are able to invest in a product and really make it successful as um, Altrice has been able to do. So we're very thankful. She shared some of her strategy of building her business. Um, again, it is National Women's Small Business uh, Month, so we really inspire you to go out and really shop with women entrepreneurs. Um, on October 30th, we are going to have a talking business happy hour from 6 to 7.30. It is virtual, where we want to connect women entrepreneurs so that they can network, um, find new clients, hopefully, make new partnerships, but do so understanding that we are there to support your growth, your scale, your opportunities in any way that we can. Um, and then I also would like to say next Thursday, uh, Terry Cooper is joining us from Soul Sign Academy at 10 a.m. That's the 22nd of October. We're going to show one of our latest and greatest shows on Tuesday at 10. So please stay tuned. Thank you, everyone. And we will talk to you soon. Have a great weekend.